Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a nutcracker. Cozy up to all the holiday classics like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 Film Collection. Just log in with your Cricket username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricketWireless.com for details. Sometimes during Christmas, something magical happens. Hey, Cricket customers. The Max with Ads plan is included with the Cricket $60 Unlimited plan at no additional cost. And this holiday season, Max is the one to watch when you're feeling festive. Son of a Cozy up to all the holiday classics, like Elf, 8-Bit Christmas, and the Harry Potter 8 Film Collection. Just log in with your Cricut username and password to experience Max on all your favorite devices. Phone plan streams and standard definition programming subject to change. Fees, terms, and restrictions apply. See CricutWireless.com for details. Did you know that Game Pass or Pass is brought to you for free because of Spotify for Podcasters? It's a totally free platform and you can make a podcast today for free. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else that podcasts are heard. And if you think about taking your podcast to the next level with a video podcast, Spotify can help you too. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can also earn money in a variety of ways that includes ads and podcast subscriptions. So what are you waiting for? Download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to Spotify.com slash podcast to get started right now. It is now time for our reactions for the Xbox and Bethesda showcase that was two hours long, except they sort of lied and said that it was going to be like an hour and a half of new stuff, and then it was going to be Starfield, but it was more like an hour and an hour, <laughs> but I digress. I am Corey. I am joined by, let's see, what, what can I, uh, the legend of Monkey Island himself, Basher. That's racist. Uh, good day, sirs. I am currently, I did the thing, I got pizza, I got drinks for the, I was like a 2007 version of me with my Mountain Dew and my pizza, but the pizza came late, so that that's where I'm at. Xbox, Bethesda, we had, let's see, let's just go over some of the games. We saw Fable, we saw Avowed, Star Wars Outlaws, South of the Midnight, uh, apparently that, new, that Flight Simulator game is actually a new game, just FYI, Flight Simulator 2024 they're calling it. We saw Still Wakes the Deep. We saw City Skylines 2, Cyberpunk, Payday 3, Clockwork Revolution, Forza Motorsports, uh, Hellblade 2, Sanoa Saga, Towerborn, Starfield. You know, we saw quite a bit here. Let's just, we're not going to go over the whole thing. We're just going to give our basic impressions. What's the stuff that stood out to you? What's the good? What's the bad? How you feeling? Honestly, uh, I'm going to say there was zero bad in this. Um, Starfield included. I, I just don't think... 
genuinely speaking, I, I just don't think there was anything bad or negative about this show. It was, it was front to back video games and each one was good in its own right. I feel like, I mean, like even stuff I wasn't really keen on, like everything from like Forza to, uh, uh, some of the indie stuff, I guess. Um, I just wasn't down my alley. It still looked great. Still looked like they had polish. I mean, my biggest, con- my, my only concern actually is the follow through with a lot of these games. If, if Fable comes out and it looks as slick as it does in those, um, cinematic trailers, then Microsoft is sitting pretty for the next, what, two years. Yeah, I don't think this was the one, you know, like there's always that talk about this is going to be the one where Microsoft blows it out. Like they did, though, in some ways, like we finally got to see more Hellblade, although I'll say I think Hellblade was probably like the weakest showing of the entire thing of just we get it to cinematic game. But like that was like a three minute dive that I just wasn't into. Um, I think Hellblade like, yeah, fan might, said, be fans, might, might, might be hype for that, though. It, yeah, it's possible. So again, it wasn't the one, but no, it was very solid. It was a very good showing. It's it's got a little bit of something for everyone, but obviously like, almost everything that we saw, minus like what um, there was like uh, Star Wars Outlaws and all the Atlas stuff. Yeah, all the Atlas stuff was day one Game Pass, but like so, almost everything we saw was day one Game Pass. So that's again impressive, and, and that's kind of the, what we do on this show. But I mean, like Starfield, Forza, Fable, Avowed, Hellblade, Towerborn. Flight Sim, 33 Immortals, like all that coming day one Game Pass, like for the next couple of years, there's there's going to be something big almost every single month, it seems like, you know, and that's that's impressive in its own right. So, yeah, and everything, but, uh, yeah, I'm with everything you. looks yeah. good. I mean, like I, I was surprised to see that. I mean, I mean, I, I'm still most excited for their third for like the third party stuff. Unfortunately, like there wasn't. As good as their uh, first party stuff looked from the first party studios, I mean, I still, uh, those still weren't huge gets for me. But um, if you're a Microsoft fan, if you have if you have, a, if you have an Xbox, like you, you, you're eating, you're eating really good. Yeah, I think, I think it's still Microsoft. I don't know if it's a vision problem. Maybe it's just not a goal problem of. Starfield is is the game that they're betting on, right? But it just doesn't present itself the same way that you can't associate Starfield with Xbox yet, if that makes sense. And I think that's where Nintendo and Sony just have a better marketing department, possibly, of... Like, Halo is the game that you associate with Xbox, right? But even that game has no longer been there. And this, show's not, this show did not change that. None of these games are going to make me think of, like, oh, this is the DNA of Xbox. Like, even Forza. Like, Forza is it's part of the DNA of Xbox, but at the same time, like it's, it's a known quantity. So clockwork revolution and um, clockwork revolution avowed. And what was that other game? The one that was revealed. I'm forgetting. Um, Midnight was the South of midnight. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Um, I, I, those don't speak to me as like pillar games of, of this, you know, I don't get uncharted from any of those. And, and, and this isn't a, this isn't a, a negative thing. I'm just saying like, it just seems like they're having, they still have trouble associating brands with Xbox at this point. And my issue with those, th- those games that you just mentioned, like it's not issue might be the wrong word. My, I guess my, my thoughts on those is 
there's still wait and sees, you know, like it's um. When, when, there's no goodwill there. Yeah, you know, like, like so, like so, when Nintendo says here's new Zelda, like you already, you, you know, you can get hype and, and get a follow through. When Sony says here's a new God of War, you're like, great, I'm pre-order day one. It could be no issue, little, no, little, no issues. When Compulsion shows south of midnight, I like, I genuinely love that aesthetic. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a big blues fan. I like blues, the jazz, like that's what I grew up on. That whole setting was really cool to me compulsion games is they don't really have great follow-through with their the titles like uh and then then you have um uh was it um a vast uh what's it called avowed 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 by uh obsidian as much as i love me some obsidian uh games i mean is it going to be the same city game again with a different aesthetic, or it, it might be? Yeah, I, I will say Avowed looks good, but it did not. It didn't. It did not blow. Yeah, away. something about yeah. it was just a little bit. I don't know. Maybe maybe if I was younger, I would like. I I, I don't know. It, it looks a little been there, done that. Yeah, like it, and it, and that's fine. Like you can still make a really good one of those. Right. But when I saw it. Like it looked like a very good RPG. Yeah. You know? Um. It, it it looks more my pace and my speed and my aesthetic that I'll enjoy. But from a you know global standpoint, um, looks good though. Like Obsidian is a is a good team, so I'm excited about that. So oddly enough, though, so the the best game I thought was Towerborn. Yeah, like, that game looked genuinely yes. really cool and yeah. fun. Like it it is not by far you know it's not a graphical masterpiece, but the the art was extremely sharp and the that the, gameplay the, looked the characters fun, moved. right. And it's a co-op thing, like, and I was like, like that looks really freaking cool. Like that might be like the game, you know, that I'm looking forward to most out of this. Out of this, this for uh, me, is that in in uh, Persona Five Tactica? I just I find that hilarious. That I get like we talked about this a little bit. It's just Xbox is trying, man. They're trying with Persona really hard because it. What what what's strange is that like Sony also tried, right? Or maybe they never did. Maybe it was just Sega was. Why would Sony let those go? Oh, uh, well, these these aren't uh, exclusives, right? No, they're not. Yeah. But they're still advertising deals, well, and they're getting them Game Pass Day One. So, like, because no one's going, because they're still going to sell on PlayStation more. Like, but they if you're still Sony, are. But wouldn't you? Yeah, I mean, I get what it's you're almost saying, a waste guess, of dollars because because you're going to win that. Yeah, fair point. You're going to win that copy sales race regardless because Persona is a PlayStation brand, and 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 to your to your question, like I really don't know how they were able to secure brands like that because even like Final Fantasy, like like go, go back and Final Fantasy was a was a Nintendo brand, and then. Final Fantasy VII came out and like, oh yeah, this is this is, this is just a Sony brand now. This this is now this is now ours, and it's something like that they can do, which is very very strange. I I'm, I don't know how they can do that. I'm hoping. Yeah, I mean, money talks. Yeah, but, I mean, but yeah. But but, but just, just from a fan standpoint too, though, like, if a new Persona's coming out, like I'm gonna play it on my PS5. You can. I said that even though if it's on Game Pass, like it's on. It's, apparently, it's gonna be on PC though. Yeah, maybe same day. Like top, I doubt yeah. it. Like I, yeah, I highly doubt that. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see because it seems like Sega's also 
pushing PC as well as like uh, Yakuza stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, so the other games I think that stood out to me, uh, we finally got to see, like you said, we talked South of Midnight, but that was far more of a concept trailer. Like, well, I have no idea what that game is, which Agreed, is yeah. annoying, but uh, Clockwork Revolution from In Exile, you know, that's the game that's been rumored for a while, a steampunk first person shooter, uh, looks like it uses some type of time mechanic, obviously Clockwork, and, and it looks interesting, right? but it... It looks very Bioshocky, which is fine, but that's kind of the vibes that I got from it. As you, as we said during the uh, during during our live reaction, um, I the make or break it for me for that game is going to be how often and how versatile I can use that time breaking power. If it's only on the same object every single playthrough, then I'm just not going to care as much or even at right. all. I'm going to need to be able to just break down any bridge, any, not any, but most what? things a you, lot. Remember the game Time Shift? Yes. <laughs> like that game actually had a pretty decent time mechanic. Right. Like, and it, it worked relatively well. The problem was, is that like, it just seems like they spent their entire budget on, on that. that. Right. <laughs> and so the rest of the game just didn't come together kind of thing. But if it's something like that, like that could be genuinely pretty cool. So um, a couple things. Another. So Forza, I'm obviously a Forza guy. You're not. Uh, looks great. Like the main thing with it, I think us Forza fans are looking for is progression, and it seems like that they've really gone back to the drawing board to try to figure out progression for these things. Uh, so that's what I'm super excited to look about. That did get a date of October 10th, um, but there's a lot of games that did not get dates. That's like Fable. Yeah, yeah Fable didn't get a date. Hellblade got a 2024 date. Uh, South of Midnight didn't get a date. Like it's almost the opposite well, of your issue with the uh, PlayStation One because PlayStation was like, right. "Hey, this is coming out in the next three months," and after that, we don't know. Whereas, like, right. and it's this is like, "Hey, this is coming out sometime, uh, maybe, sort of, kind of." And it's so, Hellblade missing this year is, I want to say, shocking to me. That's not. I'm I'm kind of surprised. I figured for sure for certain that was going to be this year, but um, I, I do want to talk about Fable a little bit and Fable. I'm, am I alone or am I weird for thinking that it's going for like realism? That's weird to me. Hyperrealism, perhaps. Um, it's uh, the aesthetic didn't like, didn't weird me out. What weirded me out was the lack of real gameplay. This has been in, in um, production for as ever. long as I've been alive at this point. <laughs> um, so like. And, and, and we can already tell, like, it's been scrapped and restarted right. three, four times already. I really expected, like, some real sort of gameplay there. So, like, my issue, my issue with Fable is, again, with most of the Microsoft first-party stuff is, I just got to wait and see. I can't really be hype about it because I have no idea right. what well, kind of game it's going to be. Yeah, that one, that one was weird for me. A, there wasn't a date, but B, there also – it just – like – Am I wrong in that Fable was about sort of its look and yeah, sort of quirkiness? Yeah, they it all and up. Like it, yeah, like the quirkiness is definitely there. Like the humor is there. But it being sort of hyper-realistic was like strange to me. Like it, it almost looked like a uh, like a third-person, you know, like Final Fantasy almost game. You know, it's just like it was kind of strange to me. Uh, I definitely want to see more of that. And I think they claim some of that was gameplay or in-engine, and that's, that's, that's fine. That's, that's uh, a flat-out lie, but whatever. Right, and that's that might be in engine, but that doesn't right. mean it's in game, you know. So, I, I believe that it's in engine. If that's you know, so, yeah. 
Um, but, I, um, let's uh, Cap, the worstly titled game of the show, Path of the Goddess, uh, which I still don't entirely know if that's what it's called. Um, I'm a yeah, fan like of it's, that. I don't know, like like whatever that is. Big fan. Uh, looks like it looks like Onimusha meets Neo. Uh, just not Japanese nonsense. Like that—that—that's what I come here for. Is when I when I see my Japanese games. So it's, it's just a nonsense, and that looks ridiculous. Right, and it's that's the kind of stuff that I want to see um, from these shows, and so like that—that's that's a good game pass get in my opinion. Right. It reminds yeah. me of something like Wolong. Long. Like yep. I ended up finishing Wolong, Long, you know, for fifty hours, and that's that's a game I probably not would have taken a chance on simply just because of time and money kind of thing. So. That's a good get. Uh, Metaphor is apparently uh, that's not on Game Pass, but that's from the minds of that looks Persona. So good. Yeah, that's 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 you. That, that, that looks, looks so like Persona to me. Good. I mean, so. well, the, all the same game. That this spoiler alert, guys. The, <laughs> they're, they're remaking the same game a lot, but I don't care. I'm in on this one. We'll we'll see on that one. So, but yeah. So I guess the only other thing else to talk about here is uh, Starfield. How we. How are we feeling about it? So there was about forty-five minutes of Starfield. No, and wait, 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 we're missing one. We are. Um, uh, one that we wait. Did we see we like this one? Uh, Dungeons of Hitterberg. Yes. That one. That's a smaller title, but it it looks interesting. I yeah. I I just want to mention that before we move on to the big big game of the show. I feel like uh, Dungeon of uh, Hitterberg might be a sleeper hit for some people. Uh, I think it might be spirit for me especially. Like it, it looks kind of right up my alley with a bunch of different mechanics and uh, is it, know what it actually does? It does the um, the Hades thing a bit better more than more than um, their other game that they showed from uh, the uh, Tower Banner guys. Say that again. The Tower Banner guys, like the, the oh Towerborn, Towerborn. Towerborn. Oh, no, 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 not, not Towerborn. The, the um, I'm sorry, Immortals. Uh, the the Spirit Fairy guys. Oh, thirty three Immortals. Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. Like 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 that. Uh, yeah, the the Dungeons of Hindenburg does that better than thirty three whatever for me. I agree. Yeah, thirty three Immortals didn't look that great to me. Looks a little that undercooked. looked okay. Yeah, it look it looked okay. Like it being thirty three co op player co-op like okay like that's that's interesting but i need to see a little bit that's not even more, interesting to me it's just 33 people on screen that doesn't really mean anything right like like are, yeah fair enough you know like it, like are you are are, are the are the are there combos or something that bounce off each other like do characters play off each other in some way because otherwise it's just it's just a 30 player co-op thing and who cares right it's well, that's one we'll have to see. It's Game Pass Day One, though, so it's definitely one we'll be able to check out. So, what I, what I think is ironic, like we've come kind of full circle a little bit in in video games of like the games that we're most excited about, Dungeons of Hinderberg, Towerborn, are like not AAA graphical showpieces. You know, like Fable looks fine to me, Hellblade looks fine. Avowed looks fine, but like the game I'm most excited about is freaking Towerborn. <laughs> like, it's just it's just funny to me. I mean, so. at this point, we know it's going to work. <laughs> Fair enough. You know, yeah. like those, those the games that are more simplistic and I, it's not even simplistic. It's about a core idea that isn't so vast. You know, it's not about 
developing the biggest and most open thing. You know, I just I just want to have some. Fun. Speaking of which, Starfield. Yeah, the the, uh, the complete opposite of Towerborn and Dungeons uh, of Underworld. Um, it's. So I I think I've been very vocal on the show about saying how um uh, I just I I think the more you see that game, the worse it's going to get. I'm happily I'm happy to say that I'm wrong on that, uh, but not much wrong because like after watching that entire half hour, I guess um, it was longer. That was about forty five minutes. minutes or so. After watching that, the whole forty five minutes, I can. I can say it will not be bad. It will not be a disappointment. However, it's still a game where I'm like, I, I will play by an hour and sit it down and never come back to it. Like, it just doesn't seem, it seems like we said this on the show before, like this, 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 there's no meat on the bones. This is a lot of meat here, but it's just like toss around so many areas of gameplay that didn't focus on any one thing in particular that really stood out to me. They, except for the, I guess, I guess it's still for the customization, which I just don't really care for in general. Yeah, I, I think there was a lot of, <clears throat> there was a lot of doubt and a lot of sort of, I, I don't even, skepticism might not even be the right word, but after Redfall and stuff like that, it, it was just kind of like, man, like what's going on over there sort of thing. And it goes back to what we said about Redfall, of like this game just should have been canceled. Like it, it they, they, we've now heard reports from there like nobody wanted to make that game and that's that's why that game sucked and Starfield there I think the worry was is like okay like what is this game actually going to be because it's it's talking a lot and it's being very ambitious but in the modern age of all these massive games that just don't end up being what they claim they're going to be what is Starfield going to be and for people that love Skyrim and love Oblivion and and, and th- what they want is vastness and I just want to explore and I want to conquer and just like exist in this universe, like literal universe. It it looks like it's going to be an achievement. Like it really does. Like they have, they have taken what they do best and they've expanded on it and they've, they've made it better. But for people like me, where it's like, I kind of just like want a really tight experience. Like I don't need everything to be a mile wide. And then, you know, like I just want it to be tight, consistent and and fun i don't think my mind has been changed by this at all i will probably spend 20 hours in starfield and be like okay i'm good like it's the thing that impressed me the most was the visuals honestly which is like which is the fun. biomes looked yeah like which is something i've never said about a bethesda game ever but like no like truly like the, the environments look stunning like very very good and and frame rate and stuff like that it, it's very obvious that the game's not going to be running at sixty. I know we, we talked about this a little bit, it's, but like it still looks a little rough. They need to in, stop in points. They need to, they need to the, the next. Well, this is the last time they'll show anything this in depth, but they really need to work on that. Like it is, it's noticeably choppy at certain points. Right, and it's man, I to me it, it's kind of strange. I guess it's not strange. Is it's again we've come full circle of just. I, I will never understand why vastness is appealing to people of like everything that I can and can't do. Maybe I'm just not a creative mind person and I just, I, maybe that's why, but I genuinely think that this, this game looks like it's, it's going to deliver, which is, which is a good thing for Microsoft and it's a good thing for the brand and, and the, the sort of, you know, state of mind or whatever you want to call it of, of gaming fans and, and the Xbox execs and everything like that. But it's, uh, I'm, 
I'm not unsold on it by any means, but I will be genuinely surprised if I end up spending more than 20 to 30 hours with it simply just because I feel like it's going to be exactly what we think it is. And if that makes sense. No, it, it makes perfect sense to me. I, I just don't. It's like. They want they're selling a narrative here on top of the exploration. So I'm a bit confused as to what I'm playing it for. I'm playing it for to go to that moon that's over there and just explore the moon or am i playing it to get to the single player campaign of the very obvious story that's happening uh, it doesn't feel like the exploration's there or even worth it for me the idea like at one point he says there's moon back there that's not just for decoration you can go to that moon that's true but my issue with that is how you get to that moon because right. well two issues how do you get to how do you get to that moon and what do you do on that moon so the first issue is you get to that moon by fast traveling to your ship fast traveling out to space and then fast traveling to the moon you don't travel you don't travel to the moon and that is a huge letdown for me because you're selling this idea of space to me. You're selling the idea of exploration to me, but everything is being all the real traversal, all the real exploration is being is being chopped because I can just because the only way to get to these places is to fast travel. So I fast travel to my ship into space to the moon. I then get fast travel onto the moon only and start scanning things for what reason to get resources for, what do I need resources for to buy to build things that build things out of the resources that I just built it's it's a cyclical system of busy work that I just don't that just doesn't apply to me anymore like they, they introduced this back in Fallout Four, almost I want to say, and it just didn't get me then. It's not going to get me now. Uh, they didn't show a lot of the looting process, other so like most of my weapons and armor is going to come from buying and looting stuff. So the idea, so by I could I guess my point is by playing this game, I feel like I'm going to cut out. 50 60 70 percent of the stuff they put in because i just want to get to this story because that's really all that's here the exploration is pointless unless uh, unless i miss something now and it, it's are you know armchair developer uh, uh, you know i think it's what's the word i want to use it's a, it's an achievement that they're able to do it but i think we're just in this era of gaming to where it's just like the technology is driving what is possible, but we haven't figured out ways to use that technology. Like we're never going to get a game like doom 2016 in a world of like Starfield, if that makes sense. Like a, a, a tightly driven mechanic based game just doesn't work in an open world like that. Like, cause you know what happens? You get rage too. Like that's, <laughs> that's what that game tried to be. Um, and that's, that's tough. And well, it's, I kind of, I, I hate, I hate, I hate to do this. I truly hate to do this. Like, I, I honestly just. We got Elden Ring. Oh, God. Yeah. 
Elden no, Ring figured. No, I, 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 I do it know out. what. Yeah, I know what you're gonna say already, and it's like th- those are the reasons that I respect Elden right. Ring. Right. But but at the same time, it's like we've got to we've got to get over this. I don't. Even, what, do you, what do you want to call it? Like this notion that I would say like that we can't do better, but what am I trying to say here? I don't know. I'm waiting for you to say it. I'm trying the, that's what she said. The <laughs> Elden Ring can be better. Oh yeah. The problem absolutely. Is, is we, yeah. we spend so much time talking about its greatness. Exactly. Without right. being objectively critical in right. a positive way. So that way more people would even join. I'm like, not completely agree with that. Elden Ring is not perfect yeah. at all, but it is a, is, is a huge, uh, step in the right direction of making an open world game and telling an open world narrative. But there's so many things wrong with it. Like try like right. so many things, but that's but all people I think all most developers or not even developers, more uh the higher ups rather see is, oh, that's a big open world game. Make that. Right. And that's the the crazy thing to me is like some of the, the, the biggest problems with Eldering could be solved by simply stop don't do a class system that's so convoluted. Like if you just gave me a character that I can level up and actually understand what I'm leveling, I'd probably enjoy the game a lot more. But if I have to have a freaking spreadsheet open to understand what I'm doing, that's a problem. And so, like, it's little stuff like that. It's, it's And it's the same thing with, like, Starfield. It's just like, look, this is super impressive. But if I could just, like, not scan stuff for no reason. Metroid Prime did it. I didn't like it then either. <laughs> and I, I love Metroid Prime. You know, like, busy work is not gameplay. And that seems to be something that Bethesda hasn't figured out yet. And... Some people like it though. You know, you know? I was about to say it's the fans have not figured that out yet, right? And that's it's tough. Like I said, it, it's it's not fair for me to be like, oh, I'm right, you're wrong, kind of thing. But it's just it's just a different perspective, I guess. It's, and I think we've obviously figured out. You know, we are gameplay centered first people. Um, all, but yeah, it's also a perspective to keep in mind because the older you get, the more busy you get, the more responsibilities you get, the more friends and family you. You, you get and have to you have to deal with getting onto a game to build a base. I'm not sorry, like to scan things, to build a base, to so you can buy things, to scan more things. That idea is just like no, it's just I just don't have time for it. I don't have the mental right. capacity for this anymore. Like when I right. when I was 13, I could do that. I'm 36. I just don't have the mental fortitude to do that anymore. So, so like, so you have that part of Star Field, that the, the exploration part that we have to, that we have the issues with, then this the, the 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 locations and how you get there, how I have issues with that. Uh, then they show more of the gunplay and not. And it genuinely looks much better than it showed in the first one. It really does. It still doesn't look good and engaging. It, and, I, and I think, having sat on it for a little bit here, I think it's because of what you're shooting and how they're reacting to it. Uh, right. To compare it to uh, Bungie, for example, like they they have they have nailed. And refined the process of shooting a character and having that character react to shots and, and reacting to you. Shooting things in budget games just always feels really, really good. Bethesda combat is a means to an end. It's 
it's because it's not as focused on as exploration it's it sort of take a c-list tier of gameplay mechanics and it looks and feels point and clicky yeah I, yeah I, that's I, I don't know if i can say it any better and that's what do i want to say the the th- I, I guess to, to finish this conversation, the the thing is, is that it looks it looks incredible. But at the end of the day, we have to remember that these shows are are advertisements, right? Like we can sit here and try to you know armchair dev dev it and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, these are giant advertisements, and until we play it, we won't have great opinions of it. But um, overall, it, it was a good showing. Um, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more from stuff like Perfect Dark, you know, like some of the and and Gears, you know, stuff stuff that we know is in development. Uh, like Perfect Dark's literally been announced, but like Gears, we we haven't heard anything from, and so, you know, we're entering this weird thing of 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 development of just like why are games taking so long right now? And part of it was COVID. You know, you're, you're hearing more and more or more and more companies like Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. They're saying like COVID knocked a, you know a year or two out of us, kind of thing. We just couldn't get it done, and so it just it just seems like there's a lot of studios that we don't understand what happened because. COVID literally took a year or two out of development. And there's a lot of games that were already so far in development that COVID maybe delayed it, but it didn't delay it as much kind of thing. So uh, I, it would have been cool to just see like the surprise. I, I think that's, I think Microsoft lacked the surprise factor of like, yo, this game's coming that you've been asking for. And if there was rumors of a killer instinct too forever. And like, I didn't think it was going to happen, but that would have been cool. You know, just like, Oh, like that, that's, that's neat. I think, to judge a show by saying what's not there isn't fair, but that's what I w- I would have liked to have seen of like, yo, we're doing the thing. You know, where's Rise Two, man? <laughs> where's Rise Two? Um, I I hear what you're saying, and I and I agree to 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 a point. And I think I think the issue uh, with a lot of people kind of grading and ranking these shows is the surprise factor. Is a little weighs a little too much on a lot of people because if you look at, I know, I know people are mad about the Sony, the Sony showing. I'm looking at both these shows. I'm thinking like these these these, these are a lot of good games coming out. Like these are a lot of good games coming out, and yeah, they're not all exclusives. Yeah, they're not all super surprise hits. But I don't think. For whatever reason, we're just not there anymore where you're getting the MGS 6 reveal, surprise reveal. Like, you're not getting the... Even even the stuff you, you expect. Like, I really expected to see a gear or something. Yeah, I'm actually kind of shocked they didn't at least, like, tease it, you know? Like, that's... Gear 6 could legitimately be... It's on Unreal Engine 6 or 5. Like, that has potential to be a graphical showcase and that team has been hunkered down in this game for quite a while gears is a pillar franchise that has not had that what's the word i want to say um luster that it had during that original trilogy so like there's a lot that they have to try to prove with this game and it's it might be the last gears game right like Uh, for at least a long time before a reboot probably right so i'm kind of upset i'm gonna say upset i'm just kind of bummed they didn't at least like you know, concept, you know, something like that. But I digress. Yeah, because I mean, because so, because I'm not comparing the two at all, because they're just both different 
things at this point. But Sony was able to show off Metal Solid Delta. And that was... It was a huge thing, but at the same time, like, for those of us who are in the nodes, Kojima's not involved, so it's going to suck. But it's still Metal Gear Solid Delta. And right. So it's still like a huge, whoa, this is crazy. Like, a new Metal Gear game, so cool. Then it's like, you look at the Microsoft thing, and all, albeit a better show, easily a better show, where, where, where's, where's your big, uh, your, your, your big Metal Gear type of thing? You know, like, you definitely, right. the, it, it is missing. But I I, I I wouldn't fault Xbox for having it missing for sure. It, it overall just a really great, a really good to great showing. Whereas Sony's was like a really meh to good showing. So yeah, I, I think I think Sony's biggest thing is is that the weirdest thing. I, I I'll keep this very brief. The thing that is annoying me about the Sony show is that Sony has a a history and a. Um, I already used this word, but I can't remember what I what use it. They have a um, you're you're willing to give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Of we know that Naughty Dog's working on something. We know that Sony Bend is working on something because we know what Sony is and what they do. Microsoft doesn't really have that history to where like they're so inconsistent, and so a lot of people are looking at the Sony show and like, yeah, like it it was okay, but like you know. I didn't love it, but we know they're working on something. Right, right. And it's and it's just like, okay, that doesn't that doesn't negate the fact that Sony's show was, in my opinion, pretty okay at best. Like there was just a lot of stuff in there that just didn't look that great or just wasn't that exciting. And but there's this notion of just like, well, but it's Sony. So therefore we're gonna elevate the show because it's like, eh, you know, you know they're working on something. It's like, well then they shouldn't have spoke about it then. No. Like if you have nothing to say, don't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so but I get it. That's not the way the world works, right? There's marketing deals involved and stuff like that. So, like, you better believe Final Fantasy 16 is like what two weeks away. Yeah, I'm all over that game. I'm you kind of be all I over kinda, Final like, Fantasy. 7. I wasn't. Yeah, Rebirth as well. I wasn't a week like, ago, but now I really am. Like, I don't know why. The closer to release date, the more I'm like, yeah, I can't oh, wait for I that. Am, <laughs> I am pumped for Final Fantasy 16. Like that is, I am super excited for that. So, like, but to bring this back around, like, as a Game Pass showcase and as a Xbox showcase, this was pretty good. Like, I think again, so. It wasn't the one. It wasn't the one where it's just like, oh my god, like, yo, like this Xbox is serious, you know, like this is Sony is dead, like you know, it's not, it's not that showcase. It really, you know, it's not the the Kingdom Hearts and the the Final Fantasy VII remake and the Shenmue Three here, you know, where it's just like you had these three games that were just sort of like always talked about and blah blah. But what's funny is only one of those games ended up being good. So that's, Shenmue Three. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what I was I play, going. I play but that's, the whole but to game. me, that's also like that. That's exactly poetic, and exactly my point is like these are advertisements at the end of the day. Like it's fantastic that Kingdom Hearts three was announced and we finally got it, and it's like, oh my god, we they did the thing. But then the game came out and it was just kind of meh. So like, does it really matter that they did it? It does <laughs> because that's the hype machine and all those things. But yeah, no, D- good show as a Game Pass customer. I'm. I'm excited. Eating like good. The, yeah. Eating good these couple of years. Yep. So. I, I, all right. Let us know what you... Go ahead. No, I, I, I just want to say I really did wish I got some more um, at least tentative dates on things because it feels yeah. like... Yeah. It feels like a lot of this stuff. Like, it's, it's like you said, Sony will show something and we know we might not see it again for another year or two. And that's fine. Whereas Microsoft is like, you're showing me Fable again and... 
when is that coming out exactly? Like, and there's quite a few of those at this show. Like, when is that actually coming out? Like, so like as a show, I think it's, I agree, it's pretty good, but, uh, a, a little more summer 2024, winter 2025 type of things. Well, and it's, I think the, the strange part to me is, is that they're not, they're clearly not afraid to do that. And it, and it's, you go, you're always going to have critics of showing something too early or showing something too late. You know, uh, you've, you got stuff like Scalebound, you know, like Scalebound was shown and shown and shown and it got canceled and everyone was upset, but like it probably got canceled for a reason, you know, but no one's going to talk about that. They're talking about the fact that Microsoft failed and they canceled the game, you know? And so they showed off Fable in 2020. Uh, there was an announcement trailer and then nothing, you know, we get nothing for now three years. And now suddenly it's like, okay, well, when's that game coming out? And it's like, okay, so you're willing to do it. You also showed off perfect dark. That was clearly a concept trailer from the initiative, which is the studio that you created that has done absolutely nothing so far. So like, it's weird that you're willing to announce this stuff and show it, but you're, and not put a date on it, but you won't show updates on Perfect Dark. You won't show on whatever ID's working on, on whatever Double Fine's working on. You know, it's to me that's the strange part. Is and I understand that sometimes you're just not ready, um, but you're also willing to make CGI trailers for Fable two and a half years ago, but you're not willing to do that. You know, it's that's the stuff that's weird to me. Is if you're willing to do it, just do it. Like if if you're gonna make your your brand be like, we're always gonna show you what we're working on. Sometimes it's not live gameplay or sometimes you know it, it's concept trailers and stuff like that then do that you know stick to your lane i guess is what i'm trying to say so. and, and I'll, I'll just end with this before we get out of here uh starfield is not going to be the game of the year like they're they're they're, they're releasing some stuff this year and i, I think it's gonna be tough yeah they, 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 20, i'm not surprised 2023 is genuinely a a banger of a year and we're only halfway through <laughs> Um, but I mean, you've got Diablo four street fighter, Zelda, final fantasy, like there's, it's got some stiff competition, but it's probably going to, I would not be surprised if Starfield took it some places, but it seems like Zelda is going to win. Yeah. This most one, likely. Right? Yeah. And I, I think that's wrong, but <laughs> so Towerborn, did we get a, We got a release date on that. Didn't we? Yes. I want to see what, cause I don't remember what it was, but like that generally that's the game. I want to see that game. Like that game looks freaking cool, man. I want to see the release date of tower born before we go. Let's know what you think. Five, seven, four, six, five, one, nine, two, five, six. Let's know what you thought about the show. Maybe you hated it. Maybe you loved it. Let us know. Uh, 2024. That's all it said. So at least we got a date, right? Yeah. That's, that's good, good enough for me. Yeah. So, all right, that's going to do it. Let us know, 574-651-9256. We'll see you next time with a regular episode, and uh, here's to more games coming out in the future. Good day, sirs.